0: welcome everybody to the sunset flip wrestling podcast you're home for all wrestling everything wrestling soto what's up boy what's hub? another snowy day in new york
1: yeah um i got mostly rain here but it's not too bad i
0: thought yeah, it's gonna
1: be worse
0: that's what they said i mean i got about an inch and a half right now oh really no yeah.
1: i just have rain
0: lucky you lucky you i'm gonna go and <laughs> salt and do all that nonsense i mean just an inch and a half but still depends on the fact that it's march <laughs> but you know it, but you know what happens in 28 days right Mania?
1: yes but oh, you know, okay okay outside of the uh world of wrestling uh I, I just took a stab at it because I was like, uh, mania. I think mania is like
0: legit, like a month away, like exactly 28 days, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. But baseball is back, officially back. Happy so the um, I don't know how games you're going to attend at Yankee Stadium, but you're more than welcome to go five minutes down the road to City Field and meet me. We can go watch some big, some. Mets World Series contending games. You feel me? Oh,
1: God.
0: <laughs> but, no, listen, Manny's coming up real soon. This is getting – we're in the uh, – I don't know if you want to call it the final stretch. Uh, the end game? Yeah, you go, you go to the end game. This is, uh, this is it. This is where everything falls into play as we've seen things um, – Start to transpire, and you see what actually is going to happen, what may not happen. So we'll get to it. Um, but first and foremost, uh, you feeling good today? Yeah. I
1: mean, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. And why? There's a whole bunch of wrestling news, and that has me even more exhausted.
0: Enlighten so. me, please. What has
1: gotten you up to the we hours of nights? Well, I mean, the fact that Pete Dunne <laughs> debuted on SmackDown I was exciting. I was like, "Yes, I knew it too." I was like, "Oh, here comes Pete Dunne. Let's go!" So All I was right. happy. I mean, it's been rumored for for some time because he's he's been wrestling, um, you know, uh, not televised, but you know, in dark matches. And you know, I was like, "All right, cool, fine." And then they introduce him as Butch. And uh, so, what the fuck was that all about? And then they change his look, and I'm like, uh, like I'm, I'm just. I'm just, yeah, I'm at a loss for words. I'm going to let you take that one. I mean, I know he's your boy. I know you're a big fan of
0: his, but it's like, damn, like, Butch. P- I Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn was a good name. It was an original name. Butch sounds like every, 19, every late 80s, early 90s wrestling character's worst nightmare. So, I mean, you know, it's... You look at things and you see how it is and how they go
1: go about it. Um, I, I like the fact that, you know, he was partnered with, with Sheamus and, and Rich Holland. Like, it, it makes sense, which I'm, I'm like, I'm for it. Right. But the fact that you change his name, all right, I, I can I can deal with the look. With the new look, I, I can deal with that. Anybody changes. But you change his name from Pete Dunn, which is actually a pretty badass name. To Butch And I'm like Yeah i not,
0: not just I just can't but,
1: take him serious Like Not I, Pete
0: Butch Not Not Butch Dunn Just Yeah
1: Butch. Like I, I just think at this point um, it, It's no surprise WWE is trying to Erase everything NXT related uh, uh, From the black and gold era um,
0: Meanwhile 80% of your roster Is NXT
1: yeah yeah a good amount and you know that's why I like um th- you know the only person that I think they haven't done mine like the only person they haven't really changed like that is probably like Damien priest I mean they did change his theme song but well, whatever, but yet. but you know there, there's been like I don't know like if it's so cool if it's like, what people what attracts fans why change it like Like, you know, Matt Riddle went from, you know, Matt Riddle to Riddle. And that was about it for him. Um, You know, Keith Lee at the time, he went from Keith Lee to Bearcat. And like, what? garbage? Yeah. And then you had, uh, you know, Damian Priest, um, badass character. He changed his theme song. All right, fine. But uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa, we've seen him on Raw the past couple of weeks. What do they do? One of probably one of the greatest theme songs, you know, in the, in and I, you know, NXT, and you change it to a generic theme song. Like it's little stuff like that that you know gets on your skin. And you know, especially with going from Pete Dunne to Butch, I, I you just can't take that shit serious. Right. Yeah. So it's like this is probably another Character, another wrestler that you know that is probably not gonna go far because I don't know, man. It, it, it's just so bad. I'd I you're frustrated because one terrible. you're a fan of Pete
0: Dunn. Now you're it's now a terrible. Fan of so I don't know, it's just frustrating how you do what it takes to get you to a certain place, and then everything you've done gets taken away. So yeah. it's just you know, it's just frustrating to see how things just break and go and you know become how everything are. It's just it's just it's tragic. And I hope he can like capitalize on what they do and make the best of what he's given. But
1: I just hope Butch is like a nickname and it's like but uh done Pete was done. I I have no idea. I tell you frustrated it's okay. It's yeah. just so bad. It's just so bad. And you know that you know, the, the fact that you change him to that, it's just a, a, a way of saying, you know, screw um what what this wrestler has done, basically. Right. Because we've known like we know what Pete Dunn has done in NXT UK in NXT. So it's like, damn, you're erasing this guy's like wrestling history and you're rebranding him as Butch, and it's like, I don't and you could have yeah. picked. It, it, it's just, yeah, it, yeah. You could have came up with a, a way better name, or you could have just it. Because now WWE has this thing where they, instead of two names, they just want to do one name. They could have just said done. I not mind that. Done, and, and you know it what? I, I would have been, I I would have been upset, but I, it, it's part of his name, so you know, what? I, I I wouldn't have any problems with that. But um, yeah, it was it's kind of whack and frustrating.
0: Yeah, but we'll see how it turns
1: out. We'll see how it goes from this point forward. Yeah, then we have um, you know, staying with that, uh, you know, the new trio of Ridge Holland, Sheamus, and uh, um, Butch. I really can't say. I don't think I'm going to say Butch. I want to say Pete Dunn. Uh, and Pete Dunn. Um, you know, uh, they. Started this new feud with the New Day, and you know, um, unfortunately, uh, during a match, uh, you know, where it was uh, Seamus and Ridge Holland versus Big E and Kofi Kingston, um, Big E uh, broke his neck, um, after, um, I think it was like uh, in the outside area, uh, where he uh. Holland had Biggie in a German suplex, and uh, when it was executed, Biggie landed on his head right. Um, and you know supposedly you know uh, biggie, no, you know being the the big hearted guy that he is, um, he came out with a you know like a a video clip, um uh, you know, saying that you know everything um you know everything is good, like you know, and he was very grateful. Um and with with really positive vibes. And you know how well respected Biggie is in the wrestling community when you have a whole bunch of wrestlers, you know, uh, you know, praying for his recovery. Thankfully, um, he doesn't need any surgery. There were no, you know, uh spinal cord damage. Yeah, no major
0: structural damage at all.
1: Right. So um you know, it sucks because he's going to be out for months. Definitely uh, we will miss uh, WrestleMania. Uh, you know, this new feud, it kind of made me to believe that there was a match uh, in place for Mania, which was, you know, going to be the new trio um, of Sheamus, uh Holland and Pete Dunne uh, versus the New Day. So, unfortunately, that won't be happening. So, uh, you have to wonder what, you know, is it going to be a tag team? Is is a new day going to pick up a new partner? Um, so it, it's kind of it's kind of hard to determine right now because, like you said, mania season is right around the corner. So it, it, it's what it, it's going to be interesting to see what WWE comes up with.
0: Well, in your opinion, who would you like to see as the next person in line to substitute for Biggie's? Um, no show.
1: Um it's hard because I really like I really can't think oh uh, I'm trying to you know I'm trying to hear you know trying to think here who can you put in that spot for Big Eve? Um I, I just can't think of one at the moment. Um I mean I think in my opinion ricochet would have been a a good one, but I'd rather have Ricochet defend the IC title in some sort of match, um, right? And, and that's the thing with, with uh, Ricochet; it could it could end up being Ricochet, but it, it's hard because you know Ricochet just ended this feud. I'm I'm pretty sure that. You know his feud with, Sami Zayn is coming to an end since Sami Zayn is going to be feuding with with Johnny Knoxville. Which so there so yeah so there's not really a person that you can really, like I don't know where Ricochet's direction is so they just might like not have him defend the IC title at which, Mania at all which and, makes no and, sense
0: champions yeah, must fight
1: yeah so. Um, I, I don't know. Or this match might not even have it. It might be like a one-on-one. It might be like Dunn versus like I mean, uh Sheamus versus like Kofi or Xavier. Like I, I don't know. It, it's gonna be or
0: or or, you know, or a tag a tag with Dunn.
1: You know, uh, ringside. Right. Right. Uh, you can you can have that. You can have like a tag team match. It could be like Holland and Dunn versus. Uh, you know, the uh, Kofi and Xavier or, you know, um you can still have the three on three match and then maybe possibly bring back like a legend to team you up with, with, with the New Day, you know, something like that. That would be pretty cool. But um yeah, again, we just have to wait and see what, what, what happens uh, regarding the situation. And of course, like, you know, we hope that Biggie, um, you know, we wish Biggie a speedy recovery um, and hopefully when he does come back, we'll see him in the main event scene.
0: Yeah, I th- I think I don't know why he left it. I think he deserves to stay in the hunt even when he gets back after you know time goes on. But you know, we've seen broken freaking necks, you know, all across the board, everywhere in the wrestling world, live in WWE. But right. you know, we wish for the best, you know. Nate, we don't wish injury upon nobody, especially a guy like Big Biggie. So we wish of the best and a healthy and speedy recovery. Hope he's back soon.
1: Yeah. Um, so you know, reports have it that Braun Breaker uh, might be called up sooner than expected. Um, we saw in uh, this uh, past week in uh, episode of NXT, a triple threat match, uh, Breaker versus Ziggler versus uh, Champa, in which we saw Breaker lose um, the NXT uh, Championship. Uh, Ziggler is your new NXT champion. I like it. After, yeah, I'm picked, yeah, I like after, it. I like it. Um, it's something new. Uh, it's something that was uh, unexpected. Um, we 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 didn't expect, out of all people, Ziggler to to be NXT champion. But you know what? Here he is. So, let's let's see how this goes. Let's let's give it uh, a shot. But, um, this past episode of uh, Monday Night Raw, we saw uh the Monday Night Raw debut of Braun Breaker teaming up with uh Champa, uh against the Dirty Dogs. So. Um, oh, the <laughs> and then the next night he loses the championship. So a lot of fans are here wondering, oh, okay, so is he going to the main roster? And to be honest with you, I'm not for it yet because I feel like he's one of those guys so that much... will
0: show up after Mania. Yeah, that it makes a lot more sense with that. They don't put bring him in because then what, he's going to show up and not and do what for three weeks. And then you put him in a match. We're gonna put him for a media match, set him up for something um the day after or at uh, the draft or whatever you want to do the season yeah, premiere.
1: And I completely agree with you because it's like I feel like there's still more fresh fuse for Breaker um to go through in NXT. And I feel like I, I just I just feel like higher ups like on Raw or WWE are salivating at on Breaker and seeing that he is the mega star.
0: You know how you kill two birds with one stone? Have him go against Ziggler at Mania. Defend the NXT Championship at Mania and lose it. And then, cool, you have now dropped that situation. Now you can plan the next night or whatever the case may be. You make Ziggler look real good, and then you're able to apply anybody else against Ziggler to make it work, like Ciampa. If you're not going to pull Champa up, let Champa and Ziggler go at it after, after Mania. Boy, you have Braun Baker come in, wrestle Ziggler at Mania, which I think is, a, I think is better. You put NXT talent in Mania... Because like we've told before, about weak cards or heavy or strong cards, you expand it. So that's another match that you can add to make it look good. I mean, last year we saw, or was it two years ago? Um, we saw Charlotte. I think she won it at Mania. I'm trying to think. Either but the NXT championship was defended um, at Mania. And it made the card look strong because you have another title up for grabs. You know what I'm saying? So, it makes sense to to do those. So, you do that with Ziggler. Give Ziggler the matches. No, give him a Mania match. You've done Dolph Ziggler uh, (laughs) kind of criminal um, after what he did um, for you guys year in and year out. Um, So... The, I the think you give that, him a little bit of love and say, "Hey, you're going to win it, man. You're going to beat Braun Baker's oh, cleanly, clean, and then you go on to defend NXT, and they're going to take Braun Baker and bring him to uh, to the main yeah. roster."
1: I, I see. Here's the thing, though, with Ziggler, you know, obviously it's nice to see Ziggler, you know, being repaid for all the the work he's done over the years, but him as an NXT champion, I think it's a short term uh, thing. I think this is just a way to continue building up Braun Breaker. I do believe that Braun Breaker will regain the NXT Championship. Uh, I feel like this this whole um, program with Ziggler was just to make um, Breaker even stronger. Because notice how in the Triple Threat match, Breaker did not get pinned; it was Tommaso Ciampa. Right. So now, all right, so you already know that there's going to be a match between Braun Breaker and um, and Ziggler because Breaker's going to be like, well, you know what? All right, congratulations. You won the NXT Championship, but you didn't pin me. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's going to have that rematch clause like all champions do um, or all former champions do. So um, I, I just hope he doesn't get uh, called up. I think it's too early. Um, just continue building him the way you've been building him in NXT 2.0, which has been fantastic. Um, and uh, and then you know, after you know, you, you continue breaking, then you, you move him up the ladder, which is you know, which is completely or, um, even normal. better,
0: have breaker win at Mania with the NXT championship.
1: I mean, that's the thing, I don't know if they'll do that match at Mania because I know that. NXT usually has, um, you know, uh, uh, an event right around, um, Mania season. So I, 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 like, I'm not sure how that's going to go about, but I just feel like whatever it is Ziggler is going to be NXT champion for like a month or two, like, like stars, like WWE stars going into NXT tends to be a, a short, uh
0: have short-lived
1: yeah short-lived right um we've seen it uh well we're seeing it with ziggler now um and and i'm pretty sure in the future we're gonna see other stars do the same so um yeah i don't i don't think ziggler is going to defeat brawn breaker i feel like again ziggler is there just to you know, continue building him up, um, and that's the thing with Ziggler. Ziggler, Ziggler is one of those people that um, he's a team player. He will make anybody look good, and you know the way he sells moves is he's top notch. So, um, just imagine a, a match of Braun Breaker with Ziggler. Like it's going to be amazing because of Ziggler. So, we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll see how that yeah. So we, we, uh, we, you know, last episode, uh, we talked about well, we gave a you know, we talked about AEW, um, revolution, and in a kind of like a breaking news kind of thing, we mentioned Kevin Owens <laughs> coming out at the end of w, uh, of Raw and calling out Stone Cold Steve Austin now.
0: Not even 12 hours later, Stone Cold accepts the match. So,
1: yeah, Stone Cold has accepted. Now, I here's the thing. I don't believe it's going to be a match. I'll be so mad it's not a match. Don't say that. So, a lot of people say that, but I I really don't think it. I I feel like it's going to be one of those like it could be like the Kevin Owens show Stone Cold pops up they have like a 5 10 minute segment and it ends with Stone Cold delivering a Stone Cold stunner i really don't believe it's a match if it is a match then then we're in store for something special but um i i, I just i just feel like the segment is pretty predictable if it's just a Kevin Owens show they, you know, insult each other, and it ends with Stone Cold, uh, you know, hitting a stunner on, yeah, always. hitting a stunner on on Kevin Owens, pouring, um, beer on Kevin Owens, and and that's pretty much it. So, um, I think I mean, you are one hundred percent wrong. Yeah, I mean, You've been I about hope this for I, years. Too. I hope I am wrong too. Good because
0: they were talking about this for years. They missed the bowl with Punk and Austin years ago, when on a promo. During, I think it was WWE 13 was CM Punk. I think is what it was. But, <laughs> but Punk and he's... Austin went at it, and they said, yeah. oh, we could do a match. And then Punk said no, and Austin said no. Then Punk said yes. Austin said no because he wasn't healthy. He was, I think he just went through another meniscus surgery and, 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 uh, and a neck cleanup. So, But they were saying, oh, we need Stone Cold back, one match, one match. Never happened. Now you have a chance to do so in a way where he's in Texas. He started his career in Texas. I think he started in, in Dallas. then he lost his yeah, he, went, he started in Texas. He, his, career, his entering career ended in Seattle, but his, his career ended in total in San Antonio during uh, Survivor Series, so many years back. They've been wanting him back he wanted him back for so long. It just the time was never right. The time is now to have Stone come back for one more match, whether it's two minutes, five, three minutes. Four minutes, five, whatever case may be, but uh, beer case may be having back for one more match. It doesn't hurt. Oh, it actually, makes Owen look better because he's going against Legends, which is a plus. So he goes off in the sunset in Dallas, Texas, and then you let it go because okay, now he gets his, his, his redemption. He finally get his last his last match is a win at Mania. And he's giving <laughs> him back because Owens
1: gets more heat because he's going after Legends now. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, you know. I, I hate to be that guy, but what are you talking about, um, it, it just kind of seems like we're just going to get a segment. Um, it, I feel like, you know, Austin has been truth to his word, saying that he's been retired, and when, I feel like if he, you know, if he were to have a match, yes, he, I think he would have done the Punk match, but that didn't happen. Now I feel like if if WWE really wants or really goes with the idea of Kevin Owens versus Stone Cole at mania in an actual match, then it just shows how desperate WWE is really because you miss, like you said, you missed out an opportunity when punk was ago. there. So I, I just, I just feel like it, it's just the segment, um, you know, a regular segment uh, to, to, to hype and cheer the crowd since it's going to be in, in, in Texas. Um and yeah, I I feel like there's nothing really much to it. Um, they're gonna trade insults, and obviously Stone Cold's gonna get you know the the upper hand. Um, so yeah, in my opinion, it, it doesn't sound like an actual match. It just seems like a regular a regular thing that Stone Cold does when whenever he shows up. He's also the host, so that's the one thing I I say
0: like eh, Soto might be right. But I don't think he's right. Cause I don't I think it's gonna be, you know, this is what's gonna happen. As much as it'll want to happen, yeah. I think it's gonna happen this way. But if it's not, and it's an actual match, which I think is gonna be a match. What? <laughs>
1: yeah. So but um, I mean, like right now, the this is the WrestleMania card, right? Uh-huh. Um Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, right? Title, uh, title uh, you know, winner takes all. Then you have Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey right. for this uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Lynch, Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Right. Then you got the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship uh, Triple Threat match as of right now, uh, Queen Alina Car- and Carmella champions uh, versus Sasha Banks and uh, Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. I feel like that's going to be a great match. Right. Um, so you then you five. have AJ, AJ Styles versus Edge. Five good matches. Um Ray Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus the Miz and your favorite Logan Paul. How dare you? Um, see, <laughs> then you six. have Drew McIntyre versus ha- uh, happy Corbin, which I'm used yeah, this, this to end. This feud needs to absolutely end. Then you have Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, Eight which matches. I'm actually pretty in- intrigued about that because I wonder if uh Knoxville's uh Jackass co-stars might interfere or, or somebody might interfere in that match, and then you have Ah, uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, which is Nine another matches. intriguing match because you kind of want to see what Pat McAfee, um, you know, you know. what else can he, what else can he do aside from what he showed us in that match against Cole, right? Um, but uh, and then you have the the Kevin O Kevin Owens and and um, and Stone Cold segment.
0: Yeah, ten matches in total. So you have yeah, five and, and in on day one,
1: day two. So, so which brings me to my next segment. Mm-hmm which this past uh, episode of Monday Night Raw after losing the you know an opportunity to become tag team champions I, we're try- like we're seeing a character change with Seth Rollins um right. so we saw we saw how um, how desperate Kevin Owens was to be in WrestleMania that he called out Stone Cold Steve Austin so where does that leave Seth Rollins so we kind of see like Seth Rollins kind of pout and then when, once he was asked about his like Wrestlemania status you saw like rage building in um we, you know so right now Seth Rollins is without a match as of right now but the rumor has it that if if and this is a big if if Cody Rhodes signs a deal with WWE, that most likely Cody Rhodes will be Seth Rollins' opponent at WrestleMania. That would be see. That, now you're saying that
0: at 11 matches, as a lot of great possibility. I'm honestly going to say that
1: Cody Rhodes beats Seth Rollins. But that's that's the thing. That's if he signs. Like supposedly, according to reports, like WWE has offered him multiple deals. And nothing has happened. Like,
0: I swear to God, if Cody comes back and becomes Stardust again, I'm going to flip a lid. I really I, I mean, hope that's not the case.
1: I mean, listen, I, I don't know. Like, yes, I, I agree with you. If the match does indeed happen, Cody Rhodes is picking up the victory. That's without a question. Um, But that's the thing. Does he sign with WWE? Like, I mean... I, I'm more inclined to say yes than no. I just feel like um Cody Rhodes is using his status as leverage because get over, you know, no for either a bigger contract because knowing that WWE wants all its big stars for the biggest show, he feels like, all right, you know, maybe WWE can offer me more money, you know. On the contract, or he's probably using his. You know, um, he's also using AEW, since I think I I honestly believe that the door um, to go back to AEW is completely open. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like all right, he's in no rush, but knowing how time is ticking with WWE and the WrestleMania plans. I feel like he's using that as a, okay, well, you know what? You need, you need me more than I need you. Right. So what's your best offer? So it, it's basically that um, I, I really do hope um, Cody Rhodes does sign with WWE just to see how everything plays out because we've seen throughout the years on being the elite um, on AEW, you know, shots uh, from Cody Rhodes, towards WWE uh towards you know Triple H or whoever whatever the case may be so that's why I kind of want this signing to happen just to see how everything plays out right I mean if he does indeed go back and re-sign with AEW then that's great um and then you know he can he you know he can also like um manage uh since AEW acquired Ring of Honor he can manage you know he can lead like a an invasion angle with Ring of Honor, you know. Bro,
0: I'm telling you that would make so much sense knowing the because you have somebody one, you have somebody back. We, we spoke with this before two weeks ago on whether you go and have um you bring a guy back, but you're also helping bring up another company. You have a guy, you have one of your guys working or running the other the other company. So you have you have ties in that, for one. Two, a lot of guys in the independent scene that you're trying to get as well as from WWE are Ring of Honor talent. So now you're creating, you probably play put at least 15 people at Ring of Honor and those who are in AEW or who are going to get released from WWE at some point. We don't know how that's going to go. And now you're going to create a stable of 20, 25 guys Both men and women, and you can have a show just like that without no issues. Yeah, you can have your stars like CM Punk, Eddie Kingston. You know those those could be be your two top guys at Ring of Honor, and it doesn't hurt because you're gonna those are your two top dogs. Just like how you do it, AEW. The number one guy in AEW when he first came was Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho led the led the he took he opened the door for guys like the Young Bucks, for Omega, Hangman Page. And now you bring a lot of these indie guys into the full frontal of the na- the national, you know, national national spotlight, and it worked out perfectly. You see how great AW is. So having guys like that and bringing independent talents, you know, it's it makes so much sense for him to do that. If it goes down to be great, take the money that you should have gotten back then, and now you're gonna get it now, well deserved. But you could do something bigger than what things really are, and be a, it can go to Ring of Honor. Work for AWB, but run Ring of Honor. It's a win-win for everybody. I
1: mean, I mean, I, see, that's the thing. I, I don't know if he's open to fully coming back since, you know, there was a, a, some sort of rift in regards to creative ideas between Tony Khan and um, Cody. So it's, it's, again, it's just uh, the waiting game. See if, if if WWE truly gets desperate and like all right, you know what Cody you missed to it oh yeah and and offer him a, a, a better contract so we just have to wait and see i mean i think the most interesting part um of uh of this whole situation is that this upcoming um this upcoming uh Mon- episode of Monday night raw Does take place in Jacksonville, Florida, which is which is which Jacksonville, Florida, as you know is you can pretty much consider that the home of AEW. You know, yeah, Florida is AEW
0: country. Just like so, if you want to just
1: take a shot at AEW, I think this is the perfect opportunity to have, um, Cody Rhodes on board. And and remember, you 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 just said we're 28 we're twenty. You said twenty eight, right? Uh, days away you have to start a program in order to be on that card and right now like wwe needs an answer from cody rhodes because seth rollins is without a match he has no like they there's no direction for seth rollins um currently so um unless like you know it and that's the thing that that interests me the most is because if cody rhodes doesn't sign with wwe who will Seth Rollins face? So we are
0: we are twenty exactly twenty one days. We're three 21?
1: weeks. Oh, I said twenty. Well, twenty one. Okay, all right. So yeah, exactly. By the way, so even more there's more. It's it's times getting closer. Yeah. So you have three episodes of Raw to build up. If that's the match, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins.
0: Raw SmackDown, you have six shows to go.
1: Yeah. No, but I mean I'm pretty sure they're not they're only gonna do it for raw. I don't think that true, it's going But over, you never know what's yeah. gonna happen with if yeah, they're yeah, trying to true. like
0: create promotions. You know, so they're trying to true, create true, true. A, uh, a story you need more time to do, so you just go back and forth.
1: True. Uh on to AEW, um real quick. So fans have wondered, you know, there was there was all this hype about the briscoes. Um you know, possibly going to AEW and then, you know, people said, oh, it's only a matter of time and whatnot. Uh, since, you know, uh, this past December at Final Battle, we saw FTR uh, attack the Briscoes and then everybody was like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's a given that the Briscoes are going to end up in AEW. Uh, not the case. So the reason why uh, the Briscoes hasn't, uh, you know, haven't debuted in AEW yet is because of Warner Media. And the, the reason why is because Jay Briscoe, um, I think in 2013 and in 2011, he said, um, you know, on Twitter, a couple of uh, homophobic tweets. Oh. So that's kind of like the big delay here. Um, yes, he he did apologize. Um, You know, uh, and even in 2013, uh, Ring of Honor uh, acknowledged it, Ring of Honor tweeted, uh, Jay Briscoe would like to again express his uh, sincere uh, apologies and uh, regrets to all, especially his young fans for his uh, recent hateful Twitter comment. Ring of Honor has insisted that Jay also make a public apology at the Ring of Honor event this uh, Saturday. Uh, and that was like uh this tweet went out on um, may uh 9th 2013 and it, you know and, and it goes on um it says that um uh Jay Will uh, okay so yeah Jay will uh address this public uh, during the event in addition to this apology Ring of Honor and Jay have agreed that he will donate his full pay uh from the next two Ring of Honor events to the partners against hate um charitable uh organization partner against hate was created to help prevent Um, Deter and reduce a juvenile hate-related behavior. That's good. I like that. So, so, um, but the fact that you know that has resurfaced, we don't know what's you know what's what's going to be the status. And as you know, as a lot of people know, the Briscoes are currently the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. And as everybody knows by now, Tony Khan did purchase Ring of Honor. So um, right now, it's it's unclear what the situation is going to happen. Like. Will the, the Briscoes, you know, eventually show up at AEW? Will the will they be part of the, you know, of the upcoming Ring of Honor of of the new version of Tony Khan's Ring of Honor? So um it's still like, you know, a, a waiting game on that. So right. yeah. Uh so quick mention to point out, um, so FTR, as you know, one of the best tag teams in the world in AEW, they have, you know, quote unquote, recently fired Tully, uh, Tully Blanchard, as we saw at this past um, episode of uh, AEW Dynamite. And already they, you know, they uh, they kind of teased having uh, Bret Hart as a possible manager, um, which I, I, I don't think so. Um you know, it, it, it's interesting. I, I don't know if it's Brett. Listen, it could be Rick. It could be Arn Anderson. I don't know. Anybody
0: but, just, but Jake the Snake Roberts.
1: <laughs> but just the fact that it was really weird. Um, it really, really, really weird that, you know, they fired Tully Blanchard. Um, I thought that was a good trio. So uh, that just happened out of the blue. So I'm um, curious to see what happens next. Um, and for the last two segments, since th- this is all, this is all you, um, we saw he, Eddie, we saw uh, Chris Jericho turn heel. I called it. Yeah. I called it, it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh,
0: it came, it's come to a point where um, the Inner Circle has been a major staple in AEW.
1: Yeah, since, since day one.
0: Yeah, so you this is what, year three of AEW, I feel like? Mm-hmm. Or, this is, yeah, year, year three, year four. Yeah, year three.
1: yeah,
0: Year three? So you have early, you've been around for a long time, three years. It comes to a point where you have to be like, all right, time to sh- time to shift things around and shake things up. So take one of your staple in Chris Jericho, who does not have to be in the limelight anymore and still a major factor in your company. Your tag team group, uh, who's done very well, needs to get more run, more air time. So you have two options, turn Jericho or turn the others. You turn Jericho. Jericho's done this before. He's brilliant at with it. So let it happen and call it a day. And that's what we got to see. Jericho being able to um, go heal. And I, I'll ask you this. Um, is Jericho a better face or a better
1: heel? You know, it's crazy that you just asked me that because I was I was waiting for you to finish, and I, I I was about to say Chris Jericho is a way 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 better heel than he is a face.
0: Santana Ortiz are the uh they they will be the best tag team when given opportunity. You have a lot to go with the Bucks. Jurassic Express, but if you give Santana Ortiz a chance to be uh, be champions, they will run with that title and make it look beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: So you can't do that
0: when you're tied behind Hager, Guevara, and Jericho.
1: You yeah, turn Jericho, it.
0: you let everybody loose, and you go from there. You give great. these guys a chance to be great, and this is the chance for, for Santana Ortiz to do so. Mm-hmm. Does not hurt oh. them, and circle so spans. Okay. Jericho's gonna stay with Hager. You know, I call him Jack Swagger, but his name is Jake Hager. Um, we the people. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Jericho and Hager are gonna do their thing. You know, Varo's gonna do whatever he wants to do because he's the wild card in that group, anyways. And then Centenno Ortiz can go into the tag division or go be their own people, be their own, be their, you know, be their own personalities and grow. I think they've done enough to be in the top, the top end of. The AW roster now. What can you do without a star-studded lineup? Go do it yourself now. Yeah, and I think that, I think they're they're gonna steal the shows.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like um, just a, a quick recap. I, I feel like you just mentioned uh, Santana. And Ortiz. You're absolutely right. Santana and Ortiz are, are are just better off being by themselves, being the tag team. Um, and yes, they can. I'm surprised they. I mentioned this, like, two or three episodes ago. Like, I can't believe they haven't been tag team champions by now. But they've had tag team – they've had five-star matches against the Bucks. Right, right. Against Express. But I just feel like, like, yes, I I love their involvement with the Inner Circle, but I feel like the the fact that they were in in Inner Circle, it kind of held them back because if you go back to, you know, um, a couple months ago, you know – you would have Jericho team up with Sammy Gravaro for for like a tag team title shot. and and you would have Jericho team up with MJF at the time for a tag team. And I'm like, you yo, already have are... a tag
0: team spot right there.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, yo, you have a tag team in Santana Ortiz. like why aren't they in the championship match? So, um, I, I just love the fact that, you know, they're going to do their own thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to align themselves with Eddie Kingston, but I, I'm just. But Eddie I Kingston just wouldn't hurt. Right. T. Would, would actually, Eddie
0: Kingston would actually be better. Eddie Kingston needs them more than they need Eddie Kingston.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. And to be honest with you, um, the name sucks. The Jericho Appreciation Society, the name sucks. Um, I do like the, you know, the fact that, you know, he, he has a new uh, uh, member, uh, I guess, members you would like to call it. All right, so he has Jake Hager, he has 2.0. Daniel Garcia, all right, I like the fact that, you know, that uh, there's a new faction, no surprise there. But, but with Daniel Garcia, I felt like he would have been suited better with Moxley and Daniel Bryan and Regal. He fits that mold. He fits that mold. So um, but I know that you know, since Daniel Garcia is is um you know teaming up with 2.0 and then so now you have all three of them, Jake Hager, Chris Jericho. Um, you know, I wonder if, if we're gonna get another like like a stadium stampede match. I wonder if we're gonna it get wouldn't like,
0: hurt than do so.
1: Yeah, so it would be the five members of Jericho Appreciation Society and for the other side, you were you're you're looking at Eddie Kingston, you're looking at Santana and Ortiz. And them Possibly looking at, at, at uh Sammy Guevara for and and then somebody else. So you can't go wrong. wrong. But um and you you'd know, have
0: Jericho OK that match, and then you have Santana, Santana and or Ortiz seal the deal because you're putting them over compared to anybody else.
1: Yeah. Um, and I'm going to let you. He is segment. back,
0: baby. We've spoken about this weeks ago. We spoke about our frustrations about our, we had this talk. Okay. So I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll preface here. Um, we've had this long talk. We have spoken about when Undertaker retired, how Flair retired. Rock is basically done. John Cena is, uh, is pretty much on his way out. If Night's already gone. We've seen Kane go. We've seen RVD. We've seen all these guys, p- people we grew up on, you know, Edge is back. Oh, man, it was great to see Edge after so many years. We've seen all our, all our childhood idols growing up, our diehard, you know, favorites. We see that we see wrestlers get mistreated left and right. We've seen people get overshot, under and, and under, undershot. And we get to see the returns of when people are naturally happy. We want to see people doing great. We want to see success for everybody. We can both agree that Jeff Hardy was not appreciated in WWE. Always going to be appreciated now because that boy is all elite. I love, first and foremost, I laughed outside being excited, I don't know how you were, when the music hits and Jeff Hardy runs out, instead of taking his time or rushing to the stands, he's mad quick, wilding out to the fans. And well, then a, both I'm of us like, Bro, you wasted 10 seconds saying, hey, I'm here. And then took off. Bro, just stay up there. You know no matter what <laughs> he's getting. Stay up there. Yeah, yeah, I'm back, baby. What's up? Have a nice one. No, you ran halfway down the ramp, stopped, stepped back, wild out, and then ran right again just to go and do a uh, um, go Swanton bomb. And he saw Hardy, he saw Matt Jeff reunite. It's good to see. I was happy because like wow, like if you see Jeff Hardy now compared to what he was at you know TLC and Mania, he from way back when he looks so old. And it's like glad to see him still doing what he's doing at a great level. No matter how old he looks, it's like, bro. Like you appreciate that. Like, wow. Like he still got it. Please don't retire, even though he's gonna retire at some
1: point. We saw, we saw a rejuvenated Jeff Hardy. He's happy. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, whatever he was dealing with, and whatever was not agreed upon by, um, by WWE, him and WWE, whatever it is. But when it comes to wellness or mental health or even physical ailments. Whatever they missed out on, AW will take care of Jeff Hardy. And Jeff does not have to be on TV every week.
1: No, nah, I, I think – and then here's the thing with WWE. They jumped the gun. They really jumped the gun on Jeff Hardy because they thought it was a drug-related issue. And, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't. So they really jumped the gun. AEW taking advantage of that. Um. Thank God, this is the end of this Hardy family office thing because that shit is a disaster. And then whatever they do, they're doing with Andrade. Andrade better not like. Andrade better not talk about WWE the the way he's done in the past, because AEW has not shown any love for him. Let's just get that out of the way. But the fact that you have Jeff Hardy coming back. Reuniting the Hardy Boys, you know, um, you know, f- their f- first time together since I think it was like 2019, um, and he- here, here they are. They're gonna start their quest to gain another, you know, well, in it's hopes them of another tag one, team titles, if
0: not the one of the greatest tag teams of all. They'll be top. They'll be top three. Oh yeah, absolutely. As we talk about this I think I think the Dully boys are number one in my personal opinion if you yeah. were to say Hardys would not complain whatsoever if you mm-hmm. you you could pick whoever you want to pick I'm going Hardy's and I'm going with uh, the Dully boys are, Those are those my top two now, no order and then maybe I don't know
1: the row warriors at three there's there's a lot there's the war warriors there's the you know, edge and Christian, you know, um there's a
0: thousand we, we could break that down at some point during, you know, when we get we get to those those situations and um and we we rank our top tens or top fives or whatever it is. Yeah, people Hart about,
1: foundation, the standard brothers. I mean there's a yeah, whole lot you can go with, but we'll
0: break down um, our, our tops, you know, top five, top tens, you know, matches, uh heels, faces. We'll get to the other point with that point, but we can agree that when it comes to top five, the Hardys are there. And they're not five or four. They're their top three, no, no debate. So the season come back. You already know what the first rivalry's gonna, the story is going to be. It's going to be the Hardys versus Private Party. I'm calling that now. That only makes sense. You're not bringing Matt and Jeff to have singles matches against Private Party. You're going to have them as a tag team. And well, yeah,
1: you, I feel like you, we're gonna have them like uh focus on the tag team division, but we already saw a tease in which Darby Allen was like staring down like Jeff Hardy. That's cool,
0: you're not and, gonna and, have and,
1: staying with that,
0: but to yeah. have Jeff and Jeff and Darby go at it on a singles match on Rampage or Dynamite,
1: cool, nothing, yeah. no no. And, part then, of and then listen, I, I don't think. I don't think uh, Tony Khan will be opposed when Jeff Hardy says, yo, uh, can, can I uh, experiment with this Willow character? You know, can I bring him back? You know Tony Khan is going to jump the gun and be like, you know what? Hell yeah, you know what? Do, do, do what you got to do. But I think one of the most uh, intriguing parts of Jeff Hardy's return is, does AEW revisit one of the hottest WWE feuds that happened in 2009? And that's Jeff Hardy versus CM Punk. I think I wouldn't call it. See,
0: we consider dream matches to be matches that never happened, that should have happened. Like we said before, mm-hmm. Punk Austin, we could have said, um, you go know, Sting and pick, sting, pick anybody on AEW, Sting and Jericho, Sting and, and whatever it is. You know, you pick guys who have never fought before. If you brought back a singles, you know, three, four matches and go with Hardy and Punk. Cool, let Punk win it. I think Je- didn't Jeff beat Punk for the for the belt? Punk beat Hardy for the belt. So you know, have have. Well, punk. I mean, win. I
1: think it, I think it was uh, I think it was Punk who quote uh, unquote. Uh, I think they have uh, a match where uh, like. Or Jeff know- Jeff
0: won his match and then uh, and no, Punk Punk, punk was.
1: Won- no, Punk won his match, right? So, yeah, so Punk cashed in. But but um, before the, the, the Hardys return, where Jeff had his singles run, his very last match, his very last feud, was against CM Punk. Right. So And then the next episode, I think it was like on SmackDown, you hear Jeff uh, Hardy's theme song, and it's CM Punk dressed as Jeff Hardy. Mocking right, Jeff right, right, Hardy. Right. right. Yeah. So you know how you fixed that?
0: You have punk win. If if punk does get a shot at the belt, and you could do this down the line because you we may see punk in the title picture soon, which I think is due. Give him give him a shot and see how it goes. Um, but the person to take the belt off of him should be hardy. Just so you're 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 patching up, you're tying loose ends, and the loose ends are the are the the ends that your rival company could not do. So that's kind. Of, I, that's going back and taking a shot. Oh, well, you guys didn't finish this. We're gonna finish it for you. And now AEW has that moment of Jeff Hardy beating Punk for the world title. But you don't have to do that now because you're focused on the tag team division, and now I'm making yeah. the elite tag team, all elite tag team division. No pun intended. Even more stronger. Right. Right. So more thing down the line here right now, they're going to face part Party, gonna have their matches and they're going to work their way up and they're going to beat the young bucks and they're going to beat Dress Express for the tag team championship. I think it really makes sense to do that and I have the bucks like, take it off them. That's, a, that's well, how you, I see it. You know because you, I don't want to see the I want to see the bucks. I want to see the Hardys pass the torch to the bucks.
1: And it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Um, I, yeah, like you said, they're gonna definitely focus on the the, the tag team division for a while. Um, I wouldn't mind them recreating like a ladder match. I wouldn't yeah. mind. I wouldn't mind seeing. You know what? A perfect opportunity where you have brothers versus brothers versus brothers. You have Jeff Hardy versus the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros in the ladder match for the titles. And I like, would be insane if you want to add. And now, it, it, I may be
0: oversaturating it. I may not be. Put in Jurassic Express and put in Red Dragon. I mean, does it seem like a lot having five teams compete in a turmoil? Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I just I just went with the with the classic, you know, with the TLC oh, no, 100%. 100%. teams. But yeah, you you're, could you're a like team
0: a team. like a promoter. I'm thinking yeah. like a fan. I want oh, yeah. tag team division beating the fuck out of each other,
1: yeah,
0: and then somebody be on top, you know, on the crazy moves. Because that tag team match on Revolution was fantastic. Yep,
1: I want absolutely. more. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. I want more. I want more chaos, and yeah. it'll be the perfect time to do so. Um, but for us, the chaos, the chaos now ends. That will do it for us on today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in weekend and week out at our nautical announcements that we do you can check us out on all social media on instagram at sunset underscore flip underscore wrestling which may change at some point uh you can check us out on twitter at flip wrestling you can check us out on facebook at the sunset flip wrestling podcast page which may be changing uh And you can check us out on all our streaming platforms, anywhere you get your podcast, listen to that. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We are on Breaker, Radio Public. We are home to Anchor. Anchor, we appreciate you guys day in and day out, helping us out with what you get done to get this podcast going. If you want to be a member of a podcast or a creator of a podcast, like Soto and I are, Go on Anchor. It's a very one-two-three-step process, and it will guide everything through to you guys. So, if you want to You want to learn how to do a podcast? Go on Anchor. So, what's the game plan for
1: today? What do you got going on? Uh, well, I mean, it's one of those days where it's going to rain all day, rain or snow. So, I'm definitely, um, I'm definitely getting on the Xbox. I'm- hit me
0: out! Hit me! Hit me out! Hit me out! Um, Warzone.
1: Well, yeah, Warzone. Uh, I'm actually gonna. Um, I'm actually thinking of buying WWE 2K22. See,
0: I gotta look at the prices. I'm not gonna go. I'm
1: not gonna go them okay. on those. So, so here's here's what happened. I fucked up. I bought WWE 2K22, but for the Xbox One. Oh. Yeah, I bought it on Amazon. So I was like, so when I got it, I was hyped, and then I saw the like top left, where it said Xbox One. And I was like. Fuck. so uh just today i went to the ups store um sent it back to amazon so i'm gonna get the credit for that and then i i think i and that was that was the hundred dollar edition one i think i'm gonna go bold and buy the nwo edition Oh, of course
0: and as NWO that was that was your yeah, but the that, NWO that edition,
1: I mean, it is pricey, but you know what, from what I'm hearing from a lot of people, from their gameplay, from the reaction and reviews, uh, I think it's going to be well worth it, so uh, I'm going to do that. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to be either doing that, I'm going to play a little Back from Blood later, do some Warzone, I heard uh, that big map is coming back, what's it called, um, in Warzone? Verdansk? Uh, yes, I heard that. they add some
0: more stuff to it. So
1: i, don't so, know what yeah, I I'm do. I'm pretty happy about that. Well, I know you weren't the biggest fan
0: of um Caldera, but yeah. you know, I it, I think it's great. Okay, so you have the deluxe edition is $99. Cross Gem Bundle. Oh, okay, it's $59.89 for the Xbox One, 69 dollars for the Xbox. What's how
1: much is the NWO edition?
0: uh does not see it on here it just has oh 120 the oh, WWE oh, oh, 2k22 oh. nwo
1: for life edition find that shit right now
0: uh let say right now so you get the undertaker immortal pack immortal pack NWO for life supercharger the Myra's mega boost taker immortal pack yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's both for the standard and third. All right, well, <laughs> sound good. Yeah, so I just bought WWE 2K22. Whoa. Oh, there goes Soto online.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll so use the I'm keep playing this Fanduel for a bit. I'm definitely gonna run some because I like I you see all right. Call me crazy. I usually like the disc version. Like I, if the the oh, and the best part by one, the way,
0: forty nine and a quarter gigabytes, aka not much needed.
1: Not much. Okay.
0: All right. So yep. So wait, you need you a thing. the NWO one? NWO. I didn't check that one. I checked the regular one that I bought. Um, oh, no. go to the marketplace, go to new games, and then you just scroll over and find it.
1: So. All right. Sound
0: good. Uh, yeah, that do it for us. Uh, so, I'll tell you in a bit when it's done playing, and then when I'm in my uh, my GM mode, I'll let you know how I'm gonna do, and I'll tell you how we're gonna take WB to the top, to the top, baby. <laughs> but until then, I'll see you then, Soto.